Let's get right into the word. Open up your Bibles. Go with me to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. We're going to be speaking today about power and character, or gifts and fruits. Everybody say gifts and fruits. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And such there is no law. Everybody say there's no law. No law. Now go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning verse 7, it says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Verse 8 says, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And so we're talking about two different things. We're talking about the, the fruits, and we're talking about the gifts. During faith conference, we saw many gifts being displayed. Last Sunday morning, we saw the gift of faith and healing in operation. We saw many people who were broken, but the Lord healed them. P people who had had car accidents, and God restored them in one moment, in one touch. What man could not do, God did. And was awesome about seeing the gifts in operation is it did not just heal them. It solidified their belief in Christ. Those that did not believe in Jesus, that Jesus was alive, the healing touch and the restoring power of the Holy Ghost that, that touched them opened up their eyes to see that Jesus is real and that Jesus is alive. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. There's a family here today that after we, we did the anointing service last Sunday, last Sunday night, as I was walking out, the mother had asked me, will, I, will you pray for my daughter? The daughter who had, you know, I don't think she was prayed for during the service. And uh, I, I said, just walk with me. And the daughter had gone in a car accident and uh, still having issues with, with her back, even though it's been time. You know, supposedly the doctors didn't know what was going on with her and she had so much pain in her body. I don't know what kind of suffering she went through. I don't know how hurt she was. But all I just know is that she needed a healer. And so we went into the, to the, the side room over there. And, I, and I, I said, can I pray for you? And I had her sit down, and I lifted up her legs, and one of the legs was, was shorter. And as we began to speak, the power of God came upon her, and the legs came out to normal size. And then I asked her, stand up. And as soon as she stand up, I said, how do you feel? She didn't even have a word. She just began to cry because the touch of God was upon her. It was a holy moment. Her eyes were being opened that God loved her. Something that, that preaching could not do, the presence of God did. And just right then and there, the thankfulness of a saving a healer, a savior, a healer, a, a living God became a reality to her. And I asked her, do you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? She said, yes, and we prayed the prayer of salvation. Amen. 
I give God glory for the healing, but I give God more glory for the salvation. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. If you have a problem, there's an anointing to meet the need. Amen. But it's the manifestations of the Spirit of God. And there's different manifestations. Let me read it real quick. The manifestation of the Spirit of God, it says, it says, the manifestation of the Spirit of God is given to each one for the profit of all. Everybody say profit. Do you like profit? And it says, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another word of knowledge, through the same Spirit, to another faith, by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings, by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And so it says the manifestation, in other words, they arise, they show up. It's like it just makes itself evident. Amen. And it says they're gifts. Amen. And we're going to be talking about gifts and fruits today. But how many of you were really blessed to see the, the gift of prophecy working through Prophet David? I mean, when Prophet David began to move under the, the influence of the Holy Spirit, it was the Holy Spirit showing himself off through his servant David. And so when he looked at someone, he was able to tell them of things that they had, things of the past, and tell them of things that were getting ready to happen in their future. And he was able to confirm it with words. And the things of the past, nobody knew it, but, but God did. And God showed it to Prophet David so he could speak it through. Someone says, well, did he study me? Did he know me? David's from Nigeria. <laughs> and he had been prophesying people all week long. Who told them? The Holy Ghost did. Amen. Who told them my name? The Holy Ghost did. Amen. It is the Holy Spirit flowing through the prophet David. And so the gift of prophecy was there to tell and speak and confirm the things that God had been speaking to you already in your heart. But the gift of knowledge was there as well. And that gift of knowledge was there to, to, to reveal uh, the heart of God to you so that you can know that, that what God wants to tell you is, is really real. And then the, the, the word, the word of, of wisdom was there to show you, to give you direction on what the next steps that you should take. Amen. How many were really blessed by, by, by Prophet David ministering of the prophetic gift? How many want God to use you that way as well? It's the same Holy Ghost, the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the same Holy Spirit that lives inside of you because you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ is the same Holy Spirit that will manifest himself through your life. They're gifts. Everybody say gifts. Yeah. In other words, it's not something that you earned. It is, it is the Spirit of God releasing it upon your life. And we're going to talk, I'm going to, let me, let me give you three, three ways. The, the, see, the gifts are about power. The gifts change the world. And so when it, whether it's the gift of healing, uh, the gift of prophecy, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the working of miracles, or discerning of spirits, you know, even, even uh, uh, interpretation of tongues and tongues, these are all gifts. Everybody say gifts. Yeah. In other words, you're born with it. What do you mean? Well, you are born in God. Amen. And so the gifts of the Spirit will come upon you as the Spirit wills. 
Amen? And you'll begin to move in that area because you were born of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I believe we're going to see a lot of prophets rise up in the body of Christ. Amen? Amen? Amen. And, and, and it is for the profit of all. It's for the profit of all. Everybody's blessed when the manifestation of the Spirit of God comes. Amen? And so the gifts change the world. The fruits are, now there's two different things. There's the gifts and the fruits. We talked about the fruits of the Spirit are love. Let's just stay there. Let's just stay there. In, in, in the scripture, in Galatians 5.22, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. And then it says joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If you have love, you have them all. If you have love, you're going to maintain your peace. Amen. Now, these are the fruits. Everybody say the fruits. And so there's two different. There's the gifts that comes of the Spirit manifests himself through you. But then there are the fruits that begin to grow through your life. And we're going to talk about those things. Let me show you the, the three things that you need to receive the gifts. Amen. How to receive the Holy Spirit. Here's how to receive the Holy Spirit. This is also speaking in tongues. There are a lot of people that want to pray in heavenly language. They, they sit next to a person. They're always praying in tongues. And I try to pray in tongues. I can't pray in tongues. I, so I think, I think I'm weird. Or I think they're weird. But one of us is weird. <laughs> but why not me, God? Why can't they pray in tongues and I can't pray in tongues? Let me tell you this. It's all by faith. And I'm going to show you how to receive the Holy Ghost. Where the Holy Ghost is upon you. The baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I always tell people, I said, you know, if you take a match and lit it on fire and blew it out, you would see a match that has burnt marks on it. The burnt marks is not, you can't say that's fire. You'll say there's evidence that fire was there. When you pray in tongues, that's evidence that you are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's just evidence. Amen. But it's not the baptism. It's just the evidence that you've had an encounter with God. Amen. And so I want to teach you how to receive the Holy Spirit. Because you can when you receive the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you are also, you, the same way of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the same way that you'll begin to receive the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. And so the three ways. Number one, you have to know that it is a gift. You can't work for it. You can't earn it. It's a gift. Say, it's a gift. it's a gift. If someone looked at you, you know, I saw this amazing testimony this morning. This one, uh, this, this famous comedian, a Christian comedian, he found out about a family. They had a large family. They had adopted kids, and, and they had a lot of things, but they had needs, and, and he wanted to do something about it. So he raised up money, and he bought them the, the vehicle that they really needed to bring everybody and he gave, you know, it was a surprise. He, he, he brought them all out. He says, I want to let you know I love you. And, and we have a new vehicle for your family. And, and everybody is crying. And they're crying. And the, and the guy that looks, he looks at the father. He says, yeah, it's a new vehicle for you. It's only easy payments, about $450 a week. And he says, I'm just joking. It's paid in full. But if someone said, hey, I got this for you, but it's going to cost you this. Is it a gift? No. Not a gift. And a lot of people, they think that they have to earn the gift. You don't earn the gift. You receive the gift. Amen. Amen. So if your heart is open and your hands are open, you're going to receive. 
When I was in baseball, when the ball was in the air and it was coming down, I got my glove up. Some of you need to get your glove up and get ready to receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, pastor, I tried yesterday. I didn't get anything. Well, today's a new day. Come on. Come on. I'm ready. I'm ready. You have to begin to, to expect to receive. Amen. So number one is, is you have to know it's a gift. Number two, you have to position yourself to receive, and that's through repentance. There are a lot of people that say, I can't receive the Holy Spirit because I've done some things that I know God's not proud of. You have to understand, you don't get clean before you go into the shower. You jump into the shower, and the water and the soap and all that will make you clean. Don't stay away from God just because you have messed up. Let the blood of Jesus wash all your sins away. How do you position yourself to receive from the Holy Ghost? Repentance. Father, forgive me. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe in your blood. Wash me clean. Amen. Oh, pastor, I've said that before. Say it again. But I've said it many times and I always mess up. Thank God you're still breathing. Amen. Repent again. Amen. Amen. Repentance puts you in position to receive. Repentance puts you, repentance makes you part of the team to receive. Because the enemy will use guilt and condemnation to keep you outside of the things of God and think, oh, the gifts are only for Pastor Kevin. The gifts for everybody that calls Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen? So position yourself to receive by repentance. Amen? How, how, many of you, how many of you repented just walking into the church today? Let me see your hands. How many of you plan on repenting later on? I mean, I got some stuff. God's not done with you. But, you know, we make our, those sins our battle. That's the battleground. God will give me the victory through the power of the Holy Ghost. The thing that might have overtaken me yesterday, it will not overtake me tomorrow. Greater is he that is in me. And you have to make it a fight. You have to make it warfare. I'm going to trust God for my complete deliverance because I'm, gonna be, I'm stronger today than I was yesterday. My faith is going to another level. And those things just... They break off by the anointing power of the Holy Ghost. See, the, the power of salvation is not just to save you for the, one, the world to come. But the power of salvation is to save you in this one too. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If you have an addiction, you have a struggle, the blood of Jesus is able to save you as well. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's no end to the blood of Jesus Christ. His power is great. Amen. And it will set you free. Amen. So number one is know it's a gift. Number two, position yourself to receive. And number three, expect to receive or expect to speak. There's a lot of people that they just want the prayer. I want to pray in tongues, pastor. I'm coming up to the altar to pray in, in the spirit. I want to receive the Holy Spirit. And I, I lay hands on them and then they stay quiet. Well, you do the talking, but the Holy Spirit's the one that does the interpret, that, that gives the unction. And so you have to expect to operate in the gift. You have to expect to speak in new tongues. You have to expect to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You have to expect to prophesy. Yeah. Well, pastor, I can't prophesy. Have you tried? Uh, 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 do you expect an angel to wake you up and say, hey, let me just give you the instruction to prophesy? Well, can it just be easier? Can't it just like God write the instructions? He did. It's called the Word of God. Yeah. 
It's as the Spirit manifests through you. So the Spirit of God, you know the greatest way to start flowing the Spirit uh, in the gifts is just start worshiping God and letting God just get saturated in His presence. And then these gifts, they just begin to flow like water. I mean, when you fall so in love with God and you get illuminated with His glory and then you walk out of your house, you'll, God will put you in front of someone who needs Him. And then the anointing, the gifts that is needed to minister to them will be there. I'm telling you, I spend so much time with God, I see someone walking a little crooked, I'm like, can we talk? What's going on? I'm quick. I'm believing God. I, I believe it. I believe something's going to happen. Amen. Well, what if nothing happens? What if something does? Yeah. What if I get it wrong? Welcome to the club. What if nobody gets healed? What if they do get healed? I've yet to see someone get more sick because you pray, you pray for them. Never happened. It's never happened. Amen? Hallelujah. Everybody say the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so, number one, know the gift. Number two, position yourself to receive. And number three, expect to receive. So if you are believing God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, expect to speak. Tell your neighbor, today I'm going to talk on the Holy Ghost. Amen? Tell your other neighbor because that one didn't believe you. Amen. Now, the fruits, the fruits are different. In, in, in the fruits, they grow through connection. The fruits grow through connection. Fruits are a product of relationship. Fruits are a product of relationship. You know, one, one thing I've seen a lot ministering to families, like there, there, are, there are many children that their fathers, they don't have good relationship with their fathers. And, it's, and the reason why is because the father the father sees themselves in the child. And so because the father doesn't like themselves, the father doesn't like the child. And, and it's a negative relationship. But you take a loving family, a, lo a loving mom, a loving dad that really care about that child. And me and my wife were talking about this, that in this house, in this church, we have so many kids that are growing up in the things of God that their parents didn't grow up in the things of God, but somehow, someway, God had mercy upon them. They met Jesus, and now they're growing up in the things of God where we get, we get reports, we get videos, we get, we get stories of kids waking up in the middle of the night, worshiping God, praying for their, their family. I mean, I'm so blessed by our children in this church. I'm so blessed. They're, they know the things of God. Our... Our kids, listen, you, you keep on bringing your kid, your kid will cast out devils, your kid will, will, will lay hands on the sick. I mean, when you got an anointed child, you can't make the excuse, I'm not going to work today because I'm sick. That kid will look at you and say, come on over here, mama. Yeah. Pastor Aaron taught me how to lay hands on the sick. If you walk around holding your back, oh, my back hurts, sit down right there. We're going to see a miracle right now. The kids do that. We got videos of children's church, kids praying for each other, legs growing out, bodies being healed. And this is not once. This is all the time. It's all the time. Because they, they created an environment. Created an environment of the things of God for them to grow up in. That's why it's so important, you as a parent, that if you know that you want your child to, to grow up in the things of God, you have to guard that environment. You can't bring your mess home. Yeah. If you've got anger and you've got 
things troubling, go for a walk, deal with it with God, but don't walk into your house and give it to your kids. We're going to have the anointing oil next week. Get ready. Some things are going to have to go out of your house in Jesus' name. Amen. And so the, 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 the fruits of the Spirit is all part of relationship. If you don't have the fruits of the Spirit evident in your life, it's because there's somehow a, a broken relationship. Now, it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. It just means that you're not pressing into him and spending time with him. Because if you spend time with Jesus, you will walk, you will talk, and you will act like Jesus. Amen. And people say, well, I don't know if that person's acting like Jesus. Look, it's not your job to judge them. Right. You judge yourself. Amen. In uh, John chapter 15, I'm running out of time. In John chapter 15, verse 1, it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, in me he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Amen? And so it's talking about the fruit that comes because of relationship. And this is very important because this regulates the power. This regulates the gifts. I'm talking about character. How is your character? Are you someone that's angry one day and loving the next? Unstable. You're not walking with Jesus. Because when you walk with Jesus, Jesus begins to change your character. And he's shaping you. You have to understand, that fruits of the Spirit, you are connected to God. And because of the connection, the fruits just begin to grow. Because of the connection. The fruits are not for you. The fruits are for the nations. Love, joy, peace, patience, self-control. When, when your wife is angry at you, love, patience. When, when, when was that, that, that honoring your husband thing? <laughs> Respecting your husband, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Just helping you men. My wife is awesome. But it's the fruits are there for others. They know that if, if they're ever around you, they're going to they're gonna experience love. I mean, they know that the fruit in your life is so sweet, so they want to hang around you. You say, well, Pastor, I don't have any friend. How are your fruits? Are your fruits selfish or your fruits are loving? I believe that, that, that this church is, bunch, is full of a bunch of fruity people. I believe it. I believe you're going to be so fruitful in everything you do, and, every, and people are going to want to gather around you because the fruit is good. 
because the fruit is Jesus. And the more that you are fruitful, the more God can use you. And so your character means everything. Let me just say this about character. Character is what others see. Integrity is what God sees. You need both. And so you have to walk in integrity and character. And it, it, that happens because of relationship. It doesn't happen because of, of you know, your good guy or God specifically chose you. It happens because of relationship. You stay connected. Tell your neighbor, stay connected. Everyone that stays connected will grow. grow. If you are planted in good ground and you become fruitful and, and, and you got peace, you got joy, you got love, then don't leave. There are some people that uproot themselves. They say, well, you know, my friend invited me over there or I got an opportunity to go over there. You know, there's work over there. I'm going to leave. But you're blessed here, right? Yeah. Your family is happy here. Yeah. It's God provided for you here. Yeah. Are you growing in the word of God? Yeah. So where are you going? You're, you're, you want to go to a land that will not produce fruit for you? Because you have to be where God plants you. And then don't leave. Stay rooted and grounded in love. And when it's time for you to go, God will uproot you and take you. Because he's the vine dresser. Amen. But you stay rooted and grounded in love. And you'll see the fruits. You'll see the fruits. Amen. And people will be blessed and, and the world will be blessed because you're fruity people. Say, I'm a disciple. That's what it's about, just being a disciple, learning from God, growing in God, amen? And, and this is the one promise I could tell you about, about walking with God. He leads you to victory. Amen. He leads you to victory. There are a lot of people that say, well, you know, Pastor, I can't go to church because I got to, you know, I got to do this and work. I got to do this in this area. If you don't make room for God, you're going to be defeated. Right. Well, but they said they promised me this. If you don't make room for God, you're going to be defeated. Amen. Because it, it's, the Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. What the foxes do is they eat on the vine and disconnect you to the ground where you're supposed to grow. So there's no roots that will pull you and make you grow and become fruitful. And so what happens is after the roots have been destroyed, you end up falling. Yeah. The Bible says, what good is it if a man uh, has the whole world but yet loses his own soul? Yeah. Amen. Yeah, amen. And so I'm going to come to church. Yeah. But pastor, I get tired because, you know, it's 11 o'clock. That's early. It's not early. Listen, if you need Red Bull, go for it. If you've had a look, tell your neighbor, hit me if I fall asleep. I, I, your your neighbor is going to come with boxing gloves. <laughs> I'm ready for you. Why? Because I want you. This is all part of the connection. We're growing in the things of God. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you this season, this is a supernatural move of God upon our life. And we're going to let the flow of the Holy Spirit just continue to flow. We're going to grow in the things of God. You need to be part of Bible school. If you're not part of Bible school, Pastor, I can't afford Bible school. Have you asked God for provision? I've yet to see, meet someone that says, you know, I was believing God for the provision for Bible school. I didn't get but we got so many testimonies of people who are believing God, and somehow, some way, God made a way. Amen. He'll make a way for you. Keep on growing in the things of God. Stay connected. 
Don't lose your faith. Hold on to the things of God, and you'll see the blessings of the Lord in Jesus Christ. Amen? Say, I'm going to be fruity, I'm fruity. In the ho- with the Holy Ghost. the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Jesus. The gifts of the Spirit are going to flow through my life. I believe that I am a son of God, and I'm going to live a life of victory, a life of power, a supernatural life in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. If you believe that, stand up on your feet and give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, praise the Lord. Amen.